She's April. And she's Molly. And we are the book besties. I was happy to be from Ohio. I'm a little less happy about it now. It's boobies. That book was just fucking. That's all it was. Fucking an alien. Deborah Harkness at least gives us fucking. It was absolutely no help whatsoever. Actually, it gave you plenty of time to write your fucking question. Okay, well, you just keep your feelings to yourself. Yes, <laughs> match energy. Yes. Spooky season. It is Friday and my children are home. Are they off of school today? And they got half day yesterday. Oh, that's cool. What for? For the county fair. Oh, yeah. Small town. That's how they roll. I came from... No. mm, That's not how things work. My kids are off next uh, week. They're Mm -hmm. off Monday and Tuesday because of Columbus Day. Yeah. Because I live in Virginia. You You know. know. 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. We get it. Yeah. Um, But they're off for Columbus Day and the next day, but they're calling them teacher in-service days because they can't call it Columbus Day. Yeah, because, well, I mean, Columbus, he did, like, you know, rape, pillage, and smallpox. He didn't even find America. Whatever. That's... (laughs) He didn't come here. (laughs) But you know what? Yay, white man. A mediocre white man. A mediocre white man being celebrated. Better than a mediocre white, white man. man. I mean, mediocre white man. Yeah. You know? Um, but this week's been weird. Like, oh, get this. You got to hear what my boss did to me. Okay. So Monday I worked. Because mm-hmm. I only work two days a week, right? Mm-hmm. Monday I work. And she's like, Molly, um, can you come in Thursday tomorrow? Yeah, no problem. She usually doesn't have me work days back to back. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. I'm thinking she's going to give me an extra day this week. Right. I come in. I, I have the worst morning because Piper's been doing ROTC, so I have to take her at 530 in the morning and drop her off for drill. Ugh. Yeah, it's fucking gross. So then I stay up, right? So I get a shower. My hair's still wet. I have miss, I have black on black, but my clothes don't match because I wasn't worried about anything because it was a normal work day. I get there and she comes in her arms full of snacks. And I go, what's up, Swap? Now you need some help. She goes, oh, it's board meeting day. The whole board of this association was there today. I have not met a single person. (laughs) How did, okay, wait, I, maybe I don't understand fashion sense, but how does black on black not match? It was like two different shades. So it was like one was an off black, huh? It was bothering me. It was like a thing that was bugging me, but I just wasn't put together. I don't know I need these. Although I did re- wear a real bra today because I realized after watching last week's video that uh-huh. I was looking kind of flat. And I have recently switched to wearing no underwire because I'm they- 41, almost 42 motherfucking years old and I don't care. The underwire hurt. It but- hurts. But I do have a real bra on today. But I looked like trash. I looked sure like you trash. Didn't. I'm sure you didn't. And all these old white men just come rolling in one by one. And they're like, she's like, oh, hey, this is Molly. Oh, hey, this is Molly. And I'm just like, hi. Hi. It's nice to meet you. I wish hi, I would have known. Not a damn one of those men cared that you had black on black and the blacks were two different colors. No, 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 no. Most of them came in their service uniform, like their like shop clothes because they came from their shops to have the meeting and then go back but it wasn't okay. the point but i still wanted i just i don't like being shit like that sprung on me you know i like being prepared and being prepared is putting on my armor and part of my armor is making sure i look a certain way all right <laughs> you're like i don't care <laughs> i don't know how to respond i can't make this better for you but i don't no, like- it over with now homie <laughs> I like your ghost shirt. It's super cute. It's boobies. <laughs> it's from Shein. Like all my cutesy shirts that everybody loves is Shein. I I lack words right now. How's your week? Are the um, boys alive? Yeah. Uh, James broke his hand. Right. How's that going? 
Um, it's been a rough week for him. He got in trouble a little bit at school because he's not allowed to do PE and mm-hmm. he felt like he was wasting his time because they had him walking around the gym while everybody I mean, else that makes sense. Court. And so he, he caused a bit of an outburst. And, um, so we got a kind of negative report, but I like, I was like, okay, but I talked to him mm-hmm. and I, when I talked to his teacher, I was like, I understand his rationale. He was like, is there something I can do that's constructive? Because walking around in the square is not a constructive use of my hour. Well, and a brainy <laughs> and child. Like that. That. And, and honestly, he's a lot like Piper in that manner. Mm-hmm. You have to keep a child with that big of a brain active. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. do not keep their little mind going, they mm-hmm. are going to start catch your house on fire. Yeah. So uh, you left the supervillain alone. That's your own fault. So we'll find out if he needs to if he needs to have a, a hard cast put on on Tuesday. Mm. He could, well, the day this episode is actually premiering, that's when we'll know. Um, Fingers crossed. What, what the next step he is. healed yeah. up, and I, I, I'm sure he's very frustrated right now. He is very frustrated. I'm sure he's he very can't, frustrated. It, it, his cast is preventing him from doing activities, which just means that he doesn't can't video game as well. Right. And well, I mean, I'm sure Ninja is on hold. He loves Ninja. Ninja's on hold. He was already thinking about quitting Ninja. He's oh. been doing it for a year and he's kind of like not feeling it anymore. Um, and so I'm not sure if he's going to go back when he is able to but as of right now we have a medical excuse so they stopped charging us it's that's pretty good. expensive yeah that stuff is expensive um but you know it's been helping him so did you I just hear know. matt blow his nose could you hear that through the wall like i could no okay good i, I i'm glad you couldn't hear that because it was through he was in my bathroom why do men sneeze like it needs to be everybody's like, mother? It was a trumpet. Like he's like, <clears throat> like why? Well, everyone needs to know that I'm gonna sneeze now. It's like a man thing. Get it? But he did was a champ and did a TikTok for us this week. So I'm gonna let him get away. Was very funny. Was very it, funny. He's he's so. I, I, if you haven't seen it, go check out our TikTok or our Instagrams. He's always such a champ with that stuff. He's yeah, just Tom, like Tom is Tom too. too. I like having Tom. Shall we talk about this week's book? Yeah, let's get it over with. All right. So before we start for October, which this is our first episode of October, clearly, (laughs) we're doing spooky books, um, which is not my jam. So Molly kind of makes me do it, but, you know, it's fine. Um, As the girl that forces me to read romance at least three times a year. Yep. I have no. You're like you're like. There's what's the problem here? I see no issue. (laughs) No issue. Um, Okay, so our first book is actually a fan suggestion. So Uh shout out to Alyssa. She suggested this book. She did. Um, She actually suggested this book maybe like last year. It was the beginning of this year, I think, Mm. but I couldn't put it on until now. But um, we didn't have a right spot for it. So I tried to find a spot for it in this Mm -hmm. season, and it seemed to make sense to put it in spooky season because it has spooky vibes, even though it's a romanticy. So the book is called uh, The Undertaking of Heart and Mercy, and it's by Megan Bannon. Mm -hmm. Um, And Alyssa suggested this. uh, And so um, how about a synopsis? I would love a synopsis. I'm going to be doing some slow breathing through this because I have a lot of feelings about this book. Okay. Well, you just keep your feelings to yourself while I do a synopsis, okay? (laughs) In through the nose, out through the mouth. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Okay. (laughs) Respectfully, fuck you. Exactly. But I do love you. I love you. All right. This book is best described as a macrobay love story featuring demigods, zombies, and small towns. In truth, I don't really know how to define the plot of this book, but I'll give it a shot. Hart Ralston is a demigod, Tanrian Marshall, who hunts down drudges, mm-hmm. which are basically spirits that reanimate dead bodies. Kind zombies. Of like zombies, yeah. yeah. Except it's not the person that died. Or- it's a new spirit it, it, it's a it's a haunted human remains so yes. it's a ghoul let's call I mean, it a ghoul i don't think so because ghouls are like um i'm looking up the definition they're of not ghoul. like you keep going they don't have a physical form mm. um okay um anyway 
Hart's work includes delivering the once again dead bodies to undertakers so they can receive proper ceremonial burial, burial rites. One such an undertaker is none under, other than Mercy Birdsall, who has taken over duties from her ill father at the family-run Birdsall and, so and Son undertakers. Hart and Mercy hate each other, insofar as enemies lovers trope will allow. There never is an explanation for why she calls him heartless and he calls her merciless, but when they become anonymous pen pals, their feelings begin to change. The rest of the book is filled out with Mercy's family and Hart's found family and an additional rival undertaker who is sort of like a Mr. Burns evil empire guy. And what will happen when enemies become lovers in this dangerous fantasy world that Megan Bannon has created? Okay. So I just realized I forgot to write a question. So I'm going to write down. What okay, you write while I define the definition of a ghoul, a mythical creature. A ghoul is a demon-like being or monstrous humanoid. The concept originated in pre-Islamic Arabian re religion, associated with graveyards and consumption of human flesh. Modern fiction often uses the term to label a certain kind of monster. So it's a very vague, like the definition of ghoul is vague. So well, thank you for defining it then. We with the vaguest of vet definitions. It was absolutely no help whatsoever. Actually, it gave you plenty of time to write your fucking question. You know what? Write down the word pancreas. Pancreas? Oh my! <laughs> question one! <laughs> First, this is a fan suggestion from Melissa, like I said, in addition to in, in addition to Alyssa's suggestion, several other people I know have actually enjoyed this book, and yeah. it has a 4.0 rating on Goodreads. So did you like it? I wanted to. Same. I wanted to like this so bad, guys. You mm -hmm. don't understand. Mm -hmm. I see what the writer was doing. I see what mm -hmm. Megan's doing. I yeah. There's just so many big ideas on this page in these pages that yeah. there was no way she was going to get this whole story in one book. No. And yet for some reason she fucking shoved it in there. Just Yeah, I mean the sitting on the suitcase zipping it up. You don't fuck you. You're getting all in there, goddamn it. All of it. 416 pages long. And by the way, it is part of a series. There's a new book in this being released in the it, you can't, but it's a two different characters so it's sort of like the well-met series like it's gonna follow different you can't characters. see my face but i am actually shocked and dumbfounded what yeah. the fuck megan yeah what the actual fuck yeah okay continuing on <laughs> question two is along those lines so for me the biggest issue was the inconsistencies of this book so did you have something that bugged you the most um This book could not pick a theme. We hmm. could not pick a genre. We could mm -hmm. not stay in a lane. We're well, enemies the to genre love. is listed on here as fantasy. Um, this Bull is not a library copy. This is a fucking shit. Bull this fucking shit. Immigrant. I just threw my fidget. That's how irritated I am. Bullshit. This is this is this is fantasy. This is romance. It's fantasy. There's fantasy. There's it turns into true crime? Like, there no. is just... Baby. Just too much. You're doing my, too much, Megan. I'm big, throwing all my fidgets. That's how fucking wild, round up I am about this. I really need you to pick them up so we can focus. <laughs> okay, you go. I, I'm really bothered by the fact that there's no explaining of things. Okay? No. So, oh, my God. I may God, have a yes. question about this later, but there... I don't even remember what page it was, but I was like 200 and some odd pages in when I texted you and said, I just found out that two of the characters were married. Which two? Um, his, uh, Diane, his, the m wife of Alma. Is that his partner? Alma. Yeah. They never yeah, oh. that relationship. Oh. I didn't know who Diana was. Oh, they had mentioned it before about her wife, like in the very beginning. Oh, like, but it was like a, it was like a single sentence. Okay. But then also Duckers, who is Hart's partner and Zeddy, who is Mercy's brother, mm -hmm. they're together. 
And the only reason we know that is because at one point, Duckers gets a letter from Zeddy. It's never established that that's his boyfriend. Yeah. Zeddy just sends him a letter. And it's like, oh, I got a letter from Zeddy. So here's my biggest problem with this book. Mm -hmm. Here's my biggest problem. Mm -hmm. This is a brilliant idea. Okay. We are in another realm. I love that. Okay. First, you're setting us in another realm. One, she doesn't explain fucking jack shit. No, and at one point, at one point, she tries to explain it, but we're already halfway through the book. It's you so, didn't, she didn't build the world. So really. in the first fucking chapters, she throws us in like we know these characters, yeah. we know this world, like we know this magic. In the of series, and that set the wrong tone for me. The rest yeah. of this novel. Absolutely. I, and I and I liked the I liked the relationship between Hart and Mercy. I was rooting for them. Mm. I really enjoyed it. But mm. I struggled so hard staying in this world because I didn't know this world. She gave yeah. us she built only parts of it. It's like yeah. building a house and leaving the windows and the doors off. Right. There's no yeah. fucking point. There he- was no point. Heart rides around on a, um, what we, it's like a horse, but just by the uh, Equimarius. I, I, I think of the, I think of the, the little, horse. I was thinking of the Thestrals from fucking, uh, Harry Potter, you know, the invisible horses like the. Well, I didn't know what it was, but I assumed that it, just based on the name and the fact that the one fucking horse was always looking for water, that they were like water horses. And they are. They're mythical water horses. Water horses yeah. But then I can't even remember what they're called, but like the animal mail carriers. It's never. Established- no, that's. The, the festivals. The festivals. Yeah. It's never established what they are. I, I Googled it. Mer- I couldn't find it. And Mercy drives a duck which I'm assuming is like the ducks that you can like as a tourist ride where it's like, it's it's spelled D U C K. Yeah. A duck, but it's not capitalized because duck actually stands for something. And I can't remember what it is. Tom would know because he's told me before, but um, it's a, it's a vehicle that can drive on the road and, and, and be water. And I'm pretty sure since they live on an Island that that's what she drives, but right. Again, never established. And you want to know what bothers me more than anything? Two things. Number one, what I wrote on my post-it. Pancreas. Oh, fucking pancreas. Okay, so. Oh. Was that important? Yes. I'll get it later. <laughs> so the pancreas. So the pancreas is has to be, you have to slice through the pancreas in order to. Puncture it. Yeah, puncture it in order for the um, drudges to not be able to take over the body. So that's one of Ducky's, like, selling points is that, like, Ducker's selling points is that he doesn't have a pancreas, so he'll never be able to be a drudge. But can we just talk about for a moment how Hart says that that is where the spirit lives? That that that's where... We are soulless. That's where our pancreas is in the pancreas. And so... This is my big issue with the whole pancreas thing. Well, you finally found a use for it. If that is where your soul is, and Duckers doesn't have one, is he just, how is he alive? He's a ginger. Okay, well, that's not helpful. No, no, they tattooed. I remember this, because he was talking about how there's a specialty ink for those that lose their pancreas, and they ink on a variation of their soul onto their body. So they have a tattoo of like a bottle How on their fucking arm. I don't remember that. I don't know because it was fast. They really okay. covered that really quickly. Okay, well, here's my other inconsistency, and this is the one that pisses me off more than anything. They actually start this pen pal relationship, which I'm going to talk more about later. I have a question about later. It is never established that they are of opposite gender in writing, that mm-hmm. the people that are writing to them is opposite gender. She makes the assumption that a man's writing her and he makes the assumption that a woman's writing him and they never use personal pronouns in those letters they, other than I. So there's no way that they could have known and they don't use names. It's friend. So I want to know how they made this decision. Tom's going to be really mad about me being on the desk. I'm sorry. You know what happens when you assume, right? Well, they ended up making an ass of both of them. So that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... How does yeah. this book have a 4.0 rating? I have no idea. 
I read through some of the Goodreads reviews. I'm so um, disappointed in it. Huh? I, I'm so disappointed in it. It is. I am one, too. I'm so disappointed in it because I wanted to like this book. The concept read- is so cool. And I specifically put this book in this month because, you, you know. You needed a romance in here because we ain't reading romance this month. We have not done a romance. This is the first one of the season. And we're not doing another one. Well, we're doing another romanticy. We're doing mm-hmm. Fourth Wing in November. And then we're not doing, ro- we're doing, um like December holiday romance. Fourth wing, you better not fuck us up the way this book did. I swear. I, I swear to God, we will be done with book talk. Book talk. This Instagram talk. This was a recommendation from Melissa, a fan. I bet she got it on book talk. She didn't. She has a NetGalley account. I don't know if she read oh. this on NetGalley or what, but um, like she's talk. she's an influencer too, um, right? I know. Yeah. She's just, she has different tastes than us, I guess. And that's not true either because I've read a lot of books that she's recommended that I just didn't put on pod because I, I don't get them. it. Somebody needs to come I, explain it to us. I don't get it either. All right, let's move on. Moving Mercy's on. family is in a tough spot. Her brother Zeddy dropped out of Undertaker school. Her father. Because was- nobody knew about that. Right. Um, his father is recovering from a heart attack. Listen, side note. I was roommates with a girl. She was a bitch. I want to go on record with that. We are <laughs> no longer friends because she's a bitch. She dropped out of school and her parents didn't know. She dropped out of college. Not just her major. She dropped out of college and was working at a bank. They were still paying tuition. She wasn't going to school. She had dropped out. They was she, she living was. in the dorms? No, we lived in an off-campus apartment. Oh, gotcha. Wow. Wasn't enrolled. They They thought she was. Wow. She kept that secret for an entire year and a half before she told them the truth. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That's wild, man. Yep. All right. So Zeddy dropped out of Undertaker School. His Her father is recovering from a heart attack. Mercy is drowning in work that she isn't supposed to inherit because of some policy on gender politics. Because gender. And her sister Lil is pregnant with, their, with her first child. And what do you think of the Birdsall family? She thought that out. That mm-hmm. took, she, she, that was thought out, methodical, detailed. Mm-hmm. I think the Birdsong family was a starting point. Mm-hmm. I, I wish we had more detail. Again, this is me wishing for more detail, right? Like yeah. filling in the world. We, the thing that bothered me the most is, while we're in their home and we're filling their world, we're not in their world. We don't mm-hmm. really get deep descriptions. We don't get mm-hmm. like every time they talk about this beautiful, they talk about this altar where mm-hmm. the right. the keys go. Okay. After right. the dead have passed. I still don't really even understand the keys. There's a birth key and there's a death key. Right. And the birth and- key you get for your child when you've conceived and the death key you get because you've bought. For your death. Like, right. But they, so they have this, they talk about it like it's a mantle over a fireplace. I don't know if it is over a fireplace. No, we don't I don't know. fucking know. We don't know. But it's like they take a sacrament like the um, the Catholics. They take instead of holy water and dotting themselves, you know, and crossing themselves. They take salt water mm-hmm. and they dab it on a key. And like mm-hmm. this could have been an opportunity for mm-hmm. such a beautiful moment of ritual and to describe and explain this world to us better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Explain how they transition and believe in all these gods. And it is glossed over. Yeah. And it's just, I need you to be better. I feel like if she would have made this book, not 400 pages and instead made it 300 pages and turn this into a filled out world trilogy. The series. Oh my God. Imagine if she would have done what Deb did. You know what I mean? She would have. I feel like you need to pick a different example because you know I don't like those. He does not care. Okay. Good story. <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> Still murder. <laughs> Still murder. Still cool murder. Story. Still murder. <laughs> All right. Carter was raised without a father. He doesn't know who his father is, but he's aware he's some—he's one of the new gods. Again, 
new gods versus old gods is something that's never flushed out. Okay. Um, Hart has found a family in his late partner, Bill, his former partner, Alma, and his new partner, Duckers. Oh, shocker. A guy named Bill running away from his family. Sorry. (laughs) That is a uh, deep cut that only, (laughs) if you know, you know. Um, What do you think of this found family of the Marshalls? Okay, so Marshalls are only also, gods. Bill didn't abandon him. Bill was his partner who died, so. Right, but he abandoned his own family. He oh. left his family yeah. to be a marshal. Yeah, you're right. Um, I don't fucking get it, man. Like, we don't talk about the gods enough. They have barracks, but they, mm-hmm. they, they have their own homes, but they're paid well, but they're not paid well. Like, mm-hmm. It, she is contradicting herself constantly when mm-hmm. we talk about the marshals. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. so confused about their structure and yeah. it, it just, and then there's a sheriff's office, but the sheriffs and the marshals don't talk. And well, it's like the local PD and the feds. Right, they right, don't but, communicate well. Right. But they know when the others in the area, like, they, yeah, but they, Hart wasn't there on official business. He like showed up to like, it's talk just, to mercy. I don't know. It's just, there's gaps. There's fucking holes. It's Swiss There's cheese, man. It's There's Swiss cheese, man. Yeah. It's a, it's a I, And I liked it at the same time. What, what makes me the maddest is I liked it. And I wanted to like it more. And I couldn't like it more because it needs work. Yeah. I mean, I just felt like there were so many plot holes that it it wasn't good. Like, if you fill out that world, like, you had texted me at one point and were like, is there a map? And I was like, no, there's no map. Because a map would have helped. The map, I'd have given him a half of extra star. I'd have, I'd have gone to a two and a half from a two if I had a fucking map, because then I would at least fucking know where we are. Where at. we are? <laughs> I'm so glad we're on the same page with this shit. I mean, it doesn't happen too often that we both dislike a book that I choose. It's not even that I dislike it. I'm disappointed. Usually, if we both dislike a book, you've chosen it. But... um, I am so disappointed. It is... There is so much beautiful work in here. And there is so much thought and creativity Mm -hmm. and genius in here. Mm -hmm. And it was just washed down the drain. Yeah. I I wonder if we did some um, searching. If... This was first self-published, and maybe it got picked up. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know anything about Orbit books. I don't know. It's an imprint of something. Maybe of Hatchet. The first thing that comes up on Google is The Undertaking of Heart and Mercy Spicy. Really? Well, I have a question about that in a minute. Then then it's, what is... What is the romance book about undertaking? What is a Nimkilla? What is an Equestrimere? Who is the god rat in mythology? What god is associated with rats? So we're not the only one not happy with this book. So People are Googling this shit. So Orbit is the publisher, which is an imprint of the Hatchet book group, which is an imprint of Little Brown book book group. Hmm. So it's an imprint of an imprint. I I don't know what else to say. Okay. Heart and Mercy begin exchanging letters anonymously through what the animal mail carriers call heart letters. H-E-A-R-T. She's won awards for this book. You're completely ghosted out now. <laughs> you moved your I, I, I went down a fucking, I'm sorry. I went down a goddamn rabbit hole. I'm back. Sorry. You won awards for this? Yes. I think you're an award. Um... 2023 the rusa reading list for best romance book riot best book of 2022 pace magazine best fantasy book of 22 buzzfeed 35 absolutely favorite romance apple best audiobook of 22 apple best book of august of 22 amazon's editor picks for best science fiction and fantasy in august what did they pay for those awards um On the front cover, she has a blurb from Helen Huang, who is the writer of The Kiss Quotient, which we both liked. Um, She has a blurb from Jen DeLuca, who wrote the Well Met series, which we both liked. Love. There's a a quote from Ruby Dixon, who wrote um, 
the uh, alien. Blue form. alien. Um, oh, yeah. shit. What is that? Uh, Ice planet barbarians. Yeah. So, I mean, there are blurbs on here from a lot of authors that we have really enjoyed. And I just don't. Don't. Don't put enjoyed and Ice Planet Barbarians together. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> you, no, it was just fucking. That's all it was. <laughs> fucking an alien. And Nick's talking about, hey, you know the Ice Planet Hoth? That. <laughs> all right. So there, <laughs> Heart and Mercy begin exchanging letters anonymously through what the animal mail carriers call heart letters, but H E A R T. So heart, not heart the person while writing the letters they begin to fall for the other person and decide to meet up in a very you got mail fashion the reveal is awkward thoughts on the storyline who picked this who decided they go together who that's what bought who's the magical being that was like oh heart and mercy that's what i need to know how did these letters came to magically be well they're, they're the letters that they were intended for the other person I don't know. They're magical animals that used to deliver mail for the gods, and now they just deliver mail for. It's humans. stupid. I mean, I liked the characters. I loved the rabbit. I thought the, the rabbit was rabbit fucking was hilarious. Amazing. And he was like, God. when when Hart. I need Jack. Spoiler alert! Play him. Spoiler alert! Hart, the heart dies, and the oh, rabbit goes, and the and the and the rabbit goes. God damn it! He's so mad, and he's crying, and it's like that's friendship right there. He's crying because he won't get his liquor and chips anymore. And he was friends, you know. It was his friend. It was probably one of his only friends. He's kind of a dick. A while to warm up to him, but yeah. yeah, like he's kind of. I mean, they're both kind of dicks. So of course he's mad. I mean, I'd be pissed at you for dying early too. Fair. Um, <laughs> have you ever seen the movie Tommy Boy? Yes. All right. So you know that scene where Back Tommy and little. Cool. No, not that. You know that scene where Chris Farley is like talking about the here comes the meat wagon. Yeah. The guy's puking and (laughs) ah, the guy smoking the cigar. That character that he goes into there is the rabbit. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) That's the rabbit. And that is a millennial explanation if I've ever heard (laughs) one. That's an elder millennial or Gen X for sure. Um, so, okay. So these letters and then they, they basically do the, you've got mail thing. So when I was on Goodreads and looking and saw that it was part of a series and that there's another book coming out, that's uh-huh. two minor characters from this book. Um, that one is described as when Harry met Sally. So I'm I mean, audibly rolling my eyes. If you could physically see me mm-hmm. on to our audio members, my eyes have completely done a full circle in my head. I don't even think when Harry met Sally is that good of a movie. Everyone talks about the the chemistry between. I don't like it. Show it in. I don't like the way Billy Crystal together at the very. Oh wait a minute! I'm talking about Sleepless in Seattle. I like Harry when Harry met Sally. Wrong. I do like that one. Um, and oh, I don't like Harry met Sally. I don't like the way Billy Crystal treats Meg Ryan the whole movie. Um, like I, I, a white man. That's exactly how they treat. Exactly. That's <laughs> actually you're right. And you know who else is in that movie? Carrie Fisher. Fisher. I fucking love Carrie Fisher. I love Carrie Fisher. She pulls out a physical Rolodex. People. Carrie Fisher. I miss her. I miss her in comedy. I miss her in television. I miss her. I miss her in Star Wars. I miss her in Star Wars. Rest in peace, General Organa. You know, and her daughter is doing such a beautiful job raising that baby. Mm-hmm. Like, she looks yeah. so much like her mom, too. Mm-hmm. And we lost Demi Reynolds around that time, too. God, that oh, was so Demi tragic. Died just a few days later. I think it was, like, literally heartbreak that killed her. Her daughter died. Mm-hmm. Because Carrie was on an airplane. If she would have been home, she probably would have survived. I but know. she went so long without medical care. Anyway, that's not relevant to this. So right now we're depressed. I mean, it's more. We want to talk about that more than we want to talk about this book. Okay, but well, we have to talk about this book because we've only filled thirty minutes of content, and we in ten of it we just talked about Carrie Fisher. We have not been talking over that long, but if you keep going, we will be. I mean, I can. Can we move on? Fine. All right. So, <laughs> if you haven't seen, you've got mail. You should because it's good. Where I mean, have you? 
I mean, okay, if you haven't seen Gone Male, rom com with two of the best rom com actors of the. I'm assuming if um, you haven't seen You Got Mail, your birth year starts with a two zero. Yeah, and your millennial mother hasn't shown it to you yet, or forced you to watch it yet. Right. So anyway, what happens in that is that Meg Ryan is the owner of a really small uh, bookstore in New York City, shop around the corner. And um, Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks is the heir to the Fox Books throne. F-O-X. And they are building a Fox Books. Uh, Which is supposed to be like Barnes and Noble. Yeah, it's basically like Bar- Borders or Barnes and Noble. And well, Borders is no more. <laughs> I know. Rest in peace to Borders. That was my favorite bookstore. My favorite chain bookstore. Um, mm. I like Books a Million. Half Price Books is pretty solid. Half Price Books is owned by Borders. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You learn something new every day. Moving and on. And so is Walden Books, but that's Ooh. also no longer a thing. Anyway, um, so when Fox Books opens, clearly it's going to put Little Shop around the corner out of, out business, of business. And it was her mom's business. And so they have, you know, a, a, a love-hate. Re- well, they hate each other. Um, but they're also emailing in the You've Got, got mail, mail, the AOL dial. Because they met in a chat room and you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take them ASL? to the match. ASL in the ASL. chat room. ASL. We um, all said we were 20 from California. I didn't. But okay. You tell the truth. I was things. happy to be from Ohio. I'm a little less happy about it now. But I was very <laughs> happy about it then. Um. Anyway... So um, they are emailing each other and they're actually getting to know each other on a personal level, IRL, and then they're getting to know each other through email. They agree as email pen pals to meet up. And when Tom Hanks's character shows up at the cafe, he realizes that May Ryan's character is the character and he's been falling for this woman. And he, he knows that, uh, Fun cameo in that movie is a very young Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Playing the BFF of Tom Hanks. Yeah. Um, And so, uh, anyway, that's what happens in this book. Right. Where they go to meet up and Hart realizes, with the help of Duckers, because Duckers knows Mercy, because that's his boyfriend's sister, even though that's never established. Um. At that point in time, he hasn't even gotten a letter from from uh, Zeddy yet. But anyway, um, he tells him, "Hey, it's Mercy," and he's like, "Well, shit, I don't, I don't want that to be Mercy." And it's just like, like Hanks, just like Tom Hanks does in the movie, he comes in and kind of goads her a little bit. Um, so, how did you feel about that storyline? Well. It That's was like the longest she- circle to get to the motherfucking question. <laughs> it's like I needed a map to follow that. <laughs> I got where you were going. It Thank just you. took a minute. It took a um, minute. It took a minute. Um, it's cute. It's definitely millennial inspired. It's. Mm-hmm. I had you know, and there was this little. I don't know. I. I also, if you've seen the lake house, it kind of has the lake house vibes to me too, just because of the magic aspect of it, you know? I didn't get that because lake house, they're in two different timelines. Right. That's the, that's the word doesn't like, it's just the way that they're strangers. I don't know. The magic aspect makes me lean towards lake house, but that's not, that's neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. Did I like this? It was original ish. It she was handled- literally a copy of You've Got Mail. It was. But you it just was. called it original. <laughs> it was. You're right. I just. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. Oh. You really need to read a good book. <laughs> Next week's book is really good. I'm enjoying it, actually. I am, too. Um, I, like I said, I'm frustrated with this. This book is frustrating. Mm-hmm. It, I'm trying to find the words. You go. Words are I mean, hard. I, I don't I don't think it was terrible. 
It was predictable. I saw coming from a mile away that this would be the miscommunication trope, which I have a yeah, question about I just, shortly. I, I knew that's what it was going to be. I don't know. I just, I struggled with it because a lot of times people get mad about miscommunication trope. I guess yeah. I'm skipping ahead because this is what leads to the miscommunication trope. Um, this is what causes them to eventually break up because Hart knew all along that yeah. Murphy was the person he was writing to. Well, yeah. not all along, but from that point. And a lot of times people say they hate the miscommunication trope because it's like if you just talk to each other, then it wouldn't be a thing. And I don't mind the miscommunication trope because I don't think that love is perfect. I think that there are struggles in relationships. But for this one, I'm like, really? He could have just fucking told her the truth. Well, it, what's what bothers me about it and what frustrates me is Mercy is one of the smartest people in this world. Mm-hmm. Like, she's so smart, she figured out that the bad guy was bad guy, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I knew that was going to be the right. case. Right, right. Of course it was. But she became a forensic scientist, like, out of nowhere. But mm-hmm. she couldn't do the math that Hart was fucking the guy that likes tea. Mm-hmm. You're telling me he dropped all those hints during that meal and she didn't mm-hmm. fucking catch a single one? Yeah. yeah You're telling me she's that was... fucking dense? I doubt it. Yeah. I it fucking really doubt it. Yeah. I don't like it. Um, I doubt so it. So when Hart and Mercy finally do get together, we get cra- what I'm calling cracked door. Because mm. it's not really open door love scenes. It's not yeah. really spicy. We get like little glimpses and then the rest is closed door. So did you feel like this was a good payoff for a romance story? Like, they okay. I did enjoy that they had some really. Deborah good Harkness there. at least gives us fucking. Okay, um, not in the book that I read, but okay. In the second book, I didn't continue with the series. That one. That's a you but problem. You will like <laughs> to know that I have been watching the the show. It's so good. I've watched like the first three episodes. I think. It's on HBO Max right now, gang. Go watch it. It's Mm -hmm. so goddamn good. Yep. I've been, I've watched, I think, the first three episodes. I was watching um, uh, the Shadow and Bone series on Netflix, and it just pissed me off, so I stopped watching it. That's what I heard. I was thinking about starting it, but I I don't know if I want to read the books. read the books, which you haven't, the Shadow and Bone series is probably really good. Mm. I have read the books and love the books, and I just don't like it. It pisses you off that the series is... Yeah, they tried to combine the whole Grishaverse together, and... It's just not working? Actually, the Grishaverse is in three separate parts, and it Mm. needed to be that way. So, anyway... um. Yeah, I the, I didn't find, find the cracked door. There's like one scene where she's like bathing and he's just like watching her, and I'm like, really? That's 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 shit or get off the pot, gang. Like, come on, like, come on. All right, so um, we kind of already talked about the miscommunication trope, so I'll skip that one. But um, a big side story in this book is that there's a rival Undertaker, the Cunninghams, and again, pick a lane. Right. They're trying to um, basically put the other Undertakers out of business. And they've been successful, some of them, but um, not the Birdsalls. And the story's big plot twist is the Cunninghams are actually um, dumping additional dead bodies into um, Tarnia. This greed. Um, to create call it Narnia. Just call it Narnia. Tanria. Tanria. Narnia. I put an extra R in the typing, but it's Tanria. So basically what they're doing is they're taking the dead bodies, Uh they're patching the pancreas, throwing the dead bodies through a portal back to Tanria, Mm -hmm. which we don't understand where Tanria is to get the portal. We don't get all of that. We don't know where anything is. We have no idea where any of this shit is. It could be the next street over for all we know. This could all be happening on four blocks. We have fucking no idea. We actually don't understand why there are spirits running around Tanria when no one lives there until like the last four (laughs) chapters. Yeah. So they're basically taking the bodies, dumping them in Tanria so that the they'll create more drudges. And the reason they're doing this is because when um, the marshals get the, the drudges and, and, you know, pierce the pancreas, there are several undertakers, including mercy and including the Cunninghams mm-hmm. that have a grant that the government pays them to care for these bodies. So it's basically liquid income for them. 
Um, right. so who's already making a shit bodies. ton of money. And he's already making a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. And they're recycling dead bodies. Um, so what did you think about this plot twist? We needed a villain. I guess. Well, I mean, the you don't boy- need a villain in a love story. <laughs> but the ex-boyfriend, I'm getting to a point. The ex-boyfriend could have been the villain. Mm-hmm. We could have cut this whole thing out. We could have just made it about how there is a chain of, of I mean, you know. The or zombies were the villain, if you ask me. But we didn't need another one. It's just. Why is there so much going on? So I Why? Kept, I kept a list of all the inconsistencies that I had questions about and my predictions. And I definitely predicted very early on that this was going to be what was happening. That the reason like, there were so many new drudges was because well, I figured, they were dumping bodies. I figured somebody was doing some mad science bullshit. Mm-hmm. I figured as much. Especially, mm-hmm. like, as much as Mercy was like, I prefer the old ways. Salting and wrapping the body. The new way with the embalming is just not right. So as soon as, like, we went to the new versus old, I was like, oh, he's the bad guy. He's but the bad also, guy. But also... Here's another inconsistency in the story. It makes no sense that there's an, any other way that the bodies are getting into Tanria because people don't live there. No. People don't live there. The marshals are basically just patrolling the grounds to keep people safe and to kill the drudges. Because but, they're... Oh, Jesus Christ. It's so fucking stupid. And they've made a point in this book to say that there's no dragons. And in the next Everybody's book, fucking dragons. looking for dragons. But and that's the only reason dragons. people come to the fucking area is to look for dragons. And there is no goddamn dragons. Except in the next book, there's dragons. Yeah, exactly. Bullshit flag gang for those listening and not watching. Bullshit flag. In an attempt to play hero, we discover that Hart is not immortal. After this, he sacrifices himself to save the wandering spirits, which are what makes the drudges. Um... During this time, we meet his actual new godfather. It turns out Hart isn't immortal, immortal, but he does get a second life because, of course, he does. Thoughts on this? You don't get seven lives; you get two. One from me, one for your father, <laughs> one for your mother. You mean, but yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't know. You can have two dads if you want, but he didn't. I know. He was made by a, ma- a god and a woman. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's just. He ha- it had to be the house that looked like his childhood home. Like, like he it's always been his childhood home, and he recognized it right away as soon as he started doing shit and didn't think to tell anybody. And like, he was always supposed to die his first death there. It's give me a fucking myself. break. And his mom's key opens the goddamn door. Give me a break. Mm-hmm. Give me a break. Mm-hmm. Can we be done? No <laughs> last question. So yeah. Okay. No, it's not that. Out. It's more of a. I'm disappointed in this book. I am too. This I'm book really disappointed in it because I, I see from several people how good it was. I see, and I've been saying this the whole time. You've been saying this the whole time. We can see how this could be a four star book, a five star book. Yeah, but I'm not going to make it one when it isn't. I see your intent. Good ups. If Try you editing. dive into the Goodreads reviews and you like click on one or two stars, you will see how many people DNF'd. Because they'll yeah. list the percentage of the book that they finished before they DNF'd. And I was, I basically had to switch to listening to the audiobook and reading the physical book at the same time so I could finish in time for us to film because I listened to the audiobook. So not invested. Okay, and- so let me ask you a question. I had a, um, a copy of the audiobook that uh, was um, borrowed, interestingly. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, were the narrators like, annoying or was this just me having a bad no they were awful they were awful narrators their voices were weird it was just it okay good i I feel justified then because i thought maybe i just had a bad copy and the audiobook gets a two star as well yeah two stars for me well i mean that's all i got so how about we talk about what we're doing next week we made it an hour so right i don't have a copy of this um Alyssa. 
We're going to give you a do-over, but you have to come on. Yeah. We're going to give you a do-over, but you have to come on. After yeah. that, you don't get she any more books, Lovey. Come on. Huh? <laughs> well, I'll see. She did not want to come on, but I'll see. <laughs> Alyssa, you can just, um, we're going to give you one more book, baby. Well, I and have then, a few others that she recommended to me that, um, like some that I've enjoyed, but um, ones that I haven't read yet, too. Yeah. So. Um, anyway, uh, so next week, I don't have a copy of this book, so I'm just going to do this, and Tom can put it right here. The book is called 13, and it is by Steve Cavanaugh. And we just so realized good. we just realized uh, a couple days ago that it's actually the fourth book in a series. It's the third. I opened the, uh, app, the third book. shows four. It's a third book in a four book series. It's it came up when I bought it on Audible. It showed me here. Let me see if I can pull up the pic- screenshot I got. It says Eddie Flynn number four on oh. on good on Goodreads. Oh, this is book three, right there. Okay, so there's a there's a prequel called The Cross. Number one is the defense. Number two is the plea. Number three is the liar. And number four is 13, which is what we're reading. But 50 50 is book five. The devil's advocate is book six. Hmm. Accomplice is book seven. It's seven books. Damn. But I will say this, friends. If you are reading along with us and playing the home game, you don't I'm, have to have read the other books. No, because we, we didn't I, even know. We didn't know. Well, mm-hmm. I picked this because Book Talk suggested it because. I found it interesting that it's a serial killer who is in a jury trying on the jury who he framed for the guy that he Mm -hmm. killed their people. Right. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Right. Yeah. It it, it actually is really good. It's sort of like, it reminds me of Will Trent. I mean, Will Trent's a, a, you know, a a officer. Yes. This guy is a lawyer, but you don't have to read all the You don't have to read the book. This book, you can read it and keep up with us on pod Mm -hmm. this month. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to read the rest of the series because I'm enjoying the author and his style. But but I'm on chapter 25. I'm several hours in. And I didn't notice that this was... I'm halfway through the book. And when you texted me and told me, I was like, How? I don't know. I was. I, I, like. I actually was. Ba- I felt. I was freaking out because I was like, "Oh my god, we're gonna have to explain how we got this far." And <laughs> no, and it it's not work. like that. Okay, and, and then, then the week after that, and then in two weeks, we're actually reading this book. And I, the reason I'm plugging this one in two weeks, uh, "What Lies in the Woods" by Kate Alice Marshall. The reason I'm plugging this is because our friend author extraordinaire will be back oh um, my god Chessie. by the way did you see her instagram today yes her cosplay is on point i didn't recognize her i thought i didn't know who it was Amazing. i i saw it and i was like who is that and i saw it and i was like oh it's Chessie. <laughs> i was like i didn't know it was her good job girl cosplay too she makes her own she's, cosplay it's really impressive she's a cosplayer an artist and an author now She's amazing. Amazing. So, that's all I have. Any final thoughts or is that it? I'm done. All right. We'll Literally. See you done. Love you guys. Thank Bye. you for joining us. Bye. Thank you for joining us on Book Besties. Don't forget to like and subscribe. The views discussed here are those of April and Molly, not those of anyone else. Today's book was The Undertaking of Heart and Mercy by Megan Bannon. Your book besties are Molly Biggs and April Watkins. Editing by Thomas Watkins. And music is Sleep Sweetly by Prigida. Don't forget to follow the Book Besties on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. If you'd like to contact the Book Besties, please email us at bookbestiespod at gmail.com or visit our website, bookbestiespodcast.com. Until next time, besties, get lost in your favorite book.